Princess's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll Chapter 1 Down the Rabbit Hole Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and having nothing to do. Once or twice, she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations. So she was considering in her own mind, as well as she could, for the hot day made her feel very sleepy and stupid. Whether the pleasure of making a daisy chain would be worth the trouble of getting up and picking daisies. When suddenly, a white rabbit with pink eyes ran close by her. There was nothing so very remarkable in that, nor did Alice think it was so very much out of the way to hear the rabbit itself say to itself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be late. When she thought over, when she thought it over afterwards, it occurred to her that she ought to have wondered at this. But at the time, it all seemed quite natural. But when the rabbit actually took a watch out of his waistcoat pocket and looked at it and then hurried on, Alice started to her feet, for it, for it flashed across her mind that she had never before seen a rabbit with either a waistcoat pocket or a watch to take out of it, and burning with curiosity. She ran across the field after it. Unfortunately, was just in time to see it pop down a large rabbit hole under the hedge. In another moment, down went Alice after it never once considering how in the world 
she was to get out again. The rabbit hole went straight on like a tunnel for some way and then dipped suddenly down. So suddenly that Alice had not a moment to think about stopping herself before she found herself falling down a very deep well. Either the well was very deep, or she fell very slowly, for she had plenty of time as she went down to look about her and to wonder what was going to happen next. First, she tried to look down and make out what she was coming to, but it was far too dark to see anything. Then she looked at the sides of the well and noticed that they were filled with cupboards and bookshelves. Here and there she saw maps and pictures hung upon pegs. She took down a jar from one of the shelves as she passed. It was labeled Orange Marmalade, but to her great disappointment, it was empty. She did not like to drop the jar for fear of killing somebody underneath, so managed to put it into one of the cupboards as she fell past it. Well, thought Alice to herself, after such a fall as this, I shall think nothing of tumbling downstairs. How brave. They'll all think me at home. Why? I wouldn't say anything about it. Even if I fell off the top of the house. Which was very likely true. Down, down, down. Would the fall never come to an end? I wonder how many miles I've fallen by this time, she said aloud. I must be getting somewhere near the center of the earth. Let me see. That would be 4,000 miles down, I think. For, you see, Alice had learned several things of this sort in her lessons in the schoolroom. And though this was not a very good opportunity for showing off her knowledge, as there was no one to listen to her, still it was good practice. 
to say it over. Yes, that's about the right distance. But then I wonder what latitude or longitude have gone to. Alice had no idea what latitude was or longitude either, but thought they were nice grand words to say. Presently, she began again. I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth. How funny it'll seem to come out among the people that walk with their heads downward. The antipathies, I think. She was rather glad there was no one listening this time. As it didn't sound at all like the right word. But I shall have to ask them what the name of the country is, you know. Please, ma'am, is this New Zealand or Australia? And she tried to curtsy. She spoke. Fancy curts. Fancy cutscene as you're falling through the air. Do you think you could manage it? And what an ignorant little girl. She'll thank me for asking. No, it'll never do to ask. Perhaps I shall see it written up somewhere. Down, down, down. There was nothing else to do. So Alice soon began talking again. Dinah will miss me very much tonight, I should think. Dinah was the cat. I hope they'll remember a saucer of milk at tea time. Dinah, my dear, I wish you were down here with me. There are no mice in the air, I'm afraid. But you might catch a bat. And that's very like a mouse, you know. But do cats eat bats, I wonder? And here, Alice began to get rather sleepy. And went on saying to herself, in a dreamy sort of way, Do cats eat bats? Do cats eat bats? Sometimes do bats eat cats? For 
You see, as she couldn't answer, either question didn't much matter which way she put it. She felt that she was dozing off and had just begun to and had just begun to dream that she was walking hand in hand with Dinah and saying to her very earnestly Now Dinah tell me the truth Did you ever eat a bat? When suddenly thump thump she came down upon a heap of sticks and dry leaves and the fall was over Alice was not a bit hurt and she jumped up on her feet in a moment she looked up but it was all dark overhead before her was another long passage and the white rabbit was still in sight hurrying down there was not a moment to be lost away went alice like the wind and was just in time to hear it say as it turned a corner oh my ears and whiskers how late it's getting she was close behind it when she turned the corner but the rabbit was no longer to be seen she found herself in a long low hall which was lit up by a row of lamps hanging from the roof there were doors all round the hall but they were all locked Alice had been all the way down one side and up the other trying every door she walked sadly down the middle wondering how she was ever to get out again suddenly she came upon a little three-legged table all made of solid glass and there was nothing on it except a tiny gold key and Alice's first thought that it might belong to one of the doors of the hall but alas either the locks were too large or the key was too small but at any rate it would not open any of them 
However, on the second time round, she came upon a low curtain she had not noticed before, and behind it was a little door about fifteen inches high. She tried the little golden key in the lock, and to her great delight, it fitted. Alice opened the door. Alice opened the door and found that it led into a small passage, not much larger than a rat hole. She knelt down and looked along the passage into the loveliest garden you ever saw. How she longed to get out of that dark hole and wander about among those beds of bright flowers and those cool fountains. But she could not even get her head through the doorway. And even if my head would go through, thought poor Alice, it would be of very little use to my shoulders. Oh, how I wish I could shut up like a telescope! I think. I could, if I only knew how to begin. For you see, so many out-of-the-way things had happened lately that Alice had begun to think that very few things, indeed, were really impossible. There seemed to be no use in waiting by the little doll, so she went back to the table, half hoping she might find another key on it, or at any rate a book of rules for shutting people up like telescopes. This time. She found a little bottle on it, which certainly was not here before," said Alice. And round the neck of the bottle was a paper label with the words "Drink Me" printed beautifully. Beautifully printed on it in large letters. It was all very well to say "drink me," but the wise little Alice was not going to do that in a hurry. No, I'll look first," she said, and see whether it's marked poison or not. 
for she had read several nice little histories about children who had got burnt and eaten up with and eaten up by wild beast and other unpleasant things all because they would not remember the simple rules their friends had taught them such as that a red hot poker will burn you if you hold it too long and then if you cut your finger very deeply with a knife it usually bleeds and she had never forgotten that if you drink much from a bottle marked poison it is almost certain to disagree with you sooner or later however this bottle was not marked poison so Alice ventured to taste it and finding it very nice it had in fact a sort of mixed flavor of cherry tart custard pineapple roast turkey toffee and hot buttered toast she very soon finished it all off What a curious feeling, said Alice. I must be shutting up like a telescope. And so it was indeed. She was now only ten inches high, and her face brightened up at the thought that she was now the right size going through the little door into that lovely garden. First, however, she waited for a few minutes to see if she was going to shrink any further. She felt a little nervous about this, for it might end, you know said Alice to herself. Am I going out altogether like a candle? I wonder what I shall be like then. And she tried to fancy what the flame of a candle is like after the candle is blown out for she could not remember ever having seen such a thing after a while finding that nothing happened she decided to go 
she decided on going into the garden at once. But alas for poor Alice, when she got back to the door, she found she had forgotten the little golden key. And when she went back to the table for it, she found she could not possibly reach it. She could see it quite plainly through the glass. She tried her best to climb up one of the legs of the table, but it was too slippery. And when she had tired herself out with trying, the poor little thing sat down and cried. Come, there's no use in crying like that, said Alice to herself rather sharply. I advise you to leave off this minute. She generally gave herself very good advice, though she very seldom followed it. And sometimes she scolded herself so severely as to bring tears into her eyes. And once she remembered trying to box her own ears for having cheated herself in a game of croquet. She was playing against herself. For this curious child was very fond of pretending to be two people. But it's no use now, thought poor Alice, to pretend to be two people. Why, there's hardly enough of me left to make one respectable person. Soon her eye fell on a little glass box that was lying under the table. She opened it and found in it a very small cake on which the words Eat Me were beautifully marked in currants. makes me grow larger, I can reach the key. And if it makes me grow smaller, I can creep under the door. So either way, I'll get into the garden. And I don't care which happens. She ate a little bit and said anxiously to herself, which way? Which way? Holding her hand on the top of her head to feel which way she was growing. She was quite surprised 
to find that she remained the same size. To be sure, this generally happens when one eats a cake. When one eats cake. But Alice had got so much into the way of expecting nothing. But out of the way things happen, that it seemed quite dull and stupid for life to go on in the common way. So she set to work, and very soon finished off the cake. Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll The Millennium Fulcrum Edition 3.0 Provided by Gutenberg reading aloud um this was a practice piece i was thinking of where to go next in uh, reading children's stories i found myself loving this one the original that is so much more than the cartoon movie um Lots of details in there that didn't show up in uh, in the movie, which is burned into many memories. I'm going to take my own spin on it, obviously. If I do it, this is a big one. This is a big project to take on all by my lonesome. But it's excellent practice. Um, I really enjoyed doing... The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter for Easter and heard from my absolute love from across the pond, Julie Howlett. Um, connected with me on LinkedIn. We were uh, became very close on Wisdom and since I'm no longer on that platform, uh, we had not spoken, and 
she reached out to me on LinkedIn and was like, oh my God, I found you. And I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad I found you too. Um, hey, you're, you're, you're a mate from across the pond. Uh, will you rate my British accents, please? <laughs> and it, it's a bit crap. I'm, uh, I'm working on it. I've never done vocal training. I've never had a dialect coach. I'm teaching myself. So you got to sit in on uh, my class this evening. Where I got to be two people, the student and the teacher. <laughs> it was still uh, largely one take. A couple flubs in there. But do you guys want me to do the whole thing? Again, that's fucking... It's a huge story. It was just chapter one. I'm already like, huh. All right. <laughs> One chapter at a time, perhaps. <clears throat> I don't even know where this voice came from. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a little mother goose. It's a little story time for the children. Uh, it's very soft and uh, slightly androgynous. <laughs> soft and delicate, like a flower. Um... I like this new one, and, I, and I'm going to work on it uh, and hone it a lot. So even if I only do bits of uh, Alice's adventures in Wonderland. Adventure? Plural? Singular? I don't know. The name of... We all know it as... Uh, yeah, it's adventures, plural. More than one. We all know Alice in Wonderland, the, the movie. But again... Uh, a lot of parts were left out. And as is with most books adapted into film or television, always missing a little bit of something. But if I'm doing any books here, um, they're going to be the original texts. I'm going to read them as best that I can and, and flex my <clears throat> vocal chops a little bit and try out lots of different accents, considering all of the the uh, characters in this story. Exceptionally large challenge. But uh, I wanted you to be able to... <clears throat> see, that even kind of fucked up my voice just doing that. <clears throat> First chapter. If you would like me to continue... Uh, story time. With the magical goose. Uh, please let me know. Send me an email at info at studiostargazer.org or you can leave me a voicemail at 602-456-2253. I'd love to hear how uh, those are hitting your ear. And if you want more, if you want more, please tell me. And I, and I will make them again if I'm doing this one. It's going to it's going to take a long time, very slow, one chapter at a time. Uh But yeah, it's uh it's Alice in Bisbeeland um, tomorrow, an event which I will be working. 
um, in Bisbee. The whole town does Alice in Wonderland cosplay. Quite delightful, as you might imagine. But um, yeah, it's I was uh, sitting down downtown today at the coffee shop and hanging out with a couple friends and thought about it, and I'm like, well, surely the original text is old enough to be public domain Gutenberg level. And of course it is. Uh, and I'm like, I'm I'm going to try that one maybe tonight. At first I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll stay up all night. <laughs> I'll drink a whole bottle of whiskey and I'll get it all done in one night and blow people away tomorrow. No, that's definitely not happening. But, um, I got ch- chapter one. I got chapter one done. The test run, obviously. There are uh, parts to redo, um, bits of slicing and cutting to do, let alone the uh, the vocal effects and the sound design. There's tons of sound design in there. Uh, opportunities, that is. Um, I'm going to go back into... Um, Tale of Peter Rabbit as well and do all the sound design in that. I just felt compelled to record that for Easter. One of my favorite stories about Peter the Naughty Little Rabbit. <clears throat> so when the actual audiobook version of that is complete, it will be fully post-produced and all of the lines will be flawless. And uh, might take a whack at uh, distinguishing some of the voices even a a little bit more. All all we have are um, Mother Rabbit and um, Mr. McGregor. So, shouldn't be too difficult. But yeah, that's why I'm sharing this stuff now. is because this is the kind of stuff that I want to do. The kinds of projects that I want to take on, in addition to the original works, the original pieces. I am still working on the original sci-fi story. Primarily with Ryan Bowman, uh, Rybo, who you will remember from the two-part special Buzzed Bee the Buzzed Bee exclusive uh, here on Mindwave a while back, in which he came on with uh, his brother Jake, talking about their business venture. Um, now Ryan is on his own business venture. Many cool things happening there, which you will have to stay tuned to hear about. But um, working on UI86 primarily with Ryan. Um, Going to schedule a meeting within the next week or two with Christian Swoboda, host of Interstellar Frequency, who will be appearing in UI86 as Emmett, and perhaps uh, a couple background characters as well. Uh, and his kids are coming, too. All four of his kids are going to be in it to one degree or another, which is very exciting. Uh, Phil Ord, Mindwave all-star Phil Ord, uh, will be Gabriel the cyborg in that story. So 
beyond that, a um, couple small recasts. I'm not telling you anything about the characters other than uh, the command character. Um, recasting with Daniel Larson of the Lion's Den, since that's a single line. And uh, considering a couple other recasts, not entirely sure yet. But considering how much the story's changed and who's really passionate and wants to be involved in it, I am recasting some of the characters and rewriting uh, large amounts of the story. So, all good things. The originals are, uh, mm, ain't that sweet, ain't that sweet. But I do want to do more public domain stuff. I do want to do more fairy tales and nursery rhymes and children's stories. I am also considering writing uh, my own children's story. About a little ginger cat named Parsley. More on that later. Um, Orion's Bell was actually supposed to be a children's story. It was very simple, you know, kind of like one sentence per page type fairy tale. And that is clearly not the story that... <laughs> That it turned out to be, but I do still want to do a uh, children's story about a cat who goes on an, an adventure. <laughs> Very short and sweet. So many things. How to keep how to keep track of them all. Even. Um, I guess I'll pull open the list here so you can hear where I want to go. I think I've mentioned this on um, on Patreon, where I intend to go in the theater. Um, and if you go to studiostargazer.org and click on theater, you'll get lots of goodies uh, there. And then there's also a list at the bottom of where I intend to go. In production right now is UI-86. In post-production. Separate process. Is uh, Journey to Saturn. With Emma DiGallo. Oh my god, did she knock that out of the park. I am taking that into post. And preparing it for hopefully um, a video. Uh, utilizing... Um, NASA imagery and things and trying to tell the story visually as well. So that is in post. Uh, I mentioned that the tale of Peter Rabbit is also in post. Um, in development. Dirt the Musical. Our dark western comedy. Uh, future. For the future, we have Enough Rope, uh, Poems by Dorothy Parker, Part 2. I only read the first half of that. Uh, here, And if you have not 
heard that. It did not go out on the podcast. It is available at, at studiostargazer.org in theater. Um, Enough Rope Part 1. I intend to record Part 2 and then run post-production on the whole thing. Um, the next couple audiobooks or ideas, um, I really want to do uh, The Call of the Wild by Jack London. I will almost certainly follow that up with White Fang. I had the inkling to do uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. would be another really fun one. Um, the Outsiders is one of those that jumps out from my uh, mandatory reading from school days. So I want to do The Outsiders. I want to do My Side of the Mountain. And I want to finish Enchiridion as well. If you've been around Mindwave for a while, you heard me at some point read, um, I think, the first part of that, Enchiridion by Epictetus. Different kind of challenge. Uh, reading from Stoic Philosophy. Uh, after that, and these are in no particular order, um, Children of the Dawn. Uh, I don't have the author off the top of my head, but Children of the Dawn. The Untitled Fantasy Story, Chapter One. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that fantasy universe chapter by chapter. Um, tr- treat each chapter like an individual piece, and utilize the theater for that. The full, the full theater. So there will be um, the casting and the character development is going to be really important on the fantasy story. It's going to be a while before we get there. I have a one-act solo piece that is brewing called Elements. I'm not going to tell you anything about that, but obviously the classical ones, Earth, Air, Fire, Water. And the secret fifth one, guess which one that is? 2023... Um, I am doing The Lost Boys. My spin on the Peter Pan story when that becomes public domain next year. Peter Pan is becoming public domain. I am all over that. All over that in 2023. Uh, And then the the last one that's on the list here is Eterna, which is... In the part two of the UI eighty six story, which is going to be centered mostly around the Doctor Knox character, um, not my guy. <laughs> He'll show up there uh, in the story, uh, but it's going to be centered mostly around the Knox character, and so that that's that's where I'm at now, and and things. More other things will probably just come out randomly. Uh, in the meantime, things that I did not plan to do, like uh, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland <laughs> and Tale of Peter Rabbit. I'm going to continue to do more and more and more of those. 
those will just show up as surprises, but the list there are, are the big ones that I want to do. <sighs> Dirt the Musical is going to be intensely fun, but that is at a full stop. We are at full stop on the development end until until UI86 uh, is pretty much ready to drop. Um, we're moments away from green light on that. So close to green light. I know I've been saying that for a while. But as soon as that project is greenlit and the production is done and pretty much ready to drop, we are going to start um, workshops, Wild Westy workshops, immediately uh, for Dirt the Musical and get that story written and sketched out. And that one's going to be really fun. Um, anybody who wants to jump in on that is probably going to get some homework. Uh, creative homework. That is, Dirt's going to be inspired by a handful of different things. Um, if we're doing Wild West comedy, obviously there's going to be a little bit of Blazing Saddles in there. Obviously there's going to be a little bit of Million Ways to Die in the West in there. There's also going to be some Firefly in there. And maybe even... Uh, Little Mandalorian energy. I haven't I haven't quite decided yet. <clears throat> but to place uh people in the right space, uh to think about characters and, and what this is gonna be what this story is gonna be like and how it's gonna be different. Uh obviously we're referencing and Easter egging other other great art is is going to be one of the core parts of moving forward. Um, with the original stories, we want to do gratuitous nods to some of our other favorite pieces. I just watched this evening um, a short piece. What the fuck was that called? Oh, damn it. I shut down the PC. Uh, pardon me while I, uh, the gunfighter, <laughs> uh, the gunfighter, the short, uh, short film, uh, is, is also a, a fairly decent <laughs> analog for the type of, uh, Western energy that I, I want. If you haven't seen the gunfighter, uh, it's, it's short. It's only like. Jeez, I don't know, 20 minutes or something? But, uh... That's delightful. And will probably be on the watch list <laughs> for anybody who wants to participate in Dirt the Musical. That one is going to have a narrator. I haven't, decided. I haven't decided how the narrator is going to present itself. And if and when the characters are also going to hear the narrator. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to take the gunslinger rip and have all the characters be able to hear the narrator the whole time. And be like, going like, what the fuck? 
but I do like breaking the fourth wall. As you can tell, I break the fourth wall a lot. Um, and this is this is uh, real real me here, just speaking creatively. I do that a lot on on Mindwave and remind you that like yeah, guys, it's it's comedy. <laughs> it's it's an e for explicit podcast. What did you expect? You have tremendous amounts of fun here on Mindwave, and I've missed, I've missed that. I've missed our uh, our Mindwave time. It, it's. I I just couldn't I couldn't let it rest, man. And they're like, okay, if it's Sleeping Beauty time, it's Sleeping Beauty time, and I'll, I'll come back and give you a kiss on Easter. <laughs> And resurrect you. But, um, yeah, I'm glad that Mindwave is back. It's going to be a different format now. I, I probably won't be doing any, uh, come on my show type stuff here. Because there's more than enough going on just to sample, um, and highlight the other things that are going on and use Mindwave for that. So it's, it's going to be, an even crazier Easter basket. God, I can talk. Uh, moving forward. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I uh, was looking at the numbers, the statistics, and I, I never do that uh, just as, as kind of a creed, but something that did give me huge amounts of like, whoa is that uh, New Beginnings, the January 1st of this year episode, uh, the quote-unquote end of Mindwave, the last episode, um, has got 191 plays. And I'm like, God damn. That's amazing. Uh, that's cool. So that that also did inspire me to come back. Um, seeing that number, because I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, that's blowing away some of my other episodes that I've done that are, you know, like 12 to 40 uh, plays. I was looking for the other one, because this one really fucking blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? And I already know how I'm going to end this one, so... Uh, we'll end it out there, but the um, the episode love song. Where the hell is that? Which is which is just me uh, speaking the poetry of song lyrics. Uh, it's literally all just song lyrics from some of my favorite songs. Oh, and I called it a preview. It's fucking. That was December 3rd, and that, I think, is like... Yeah, it's over an hour. It's an hour and 11 minutes, so it's hardly a preview. But that one has gotten 848 plays, and I saw that, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's fucking nuts! Uh, so, clearly, clearly people are coming back and, and listening to that one again and again and again and again. 
hopefully as they're trying to fall asleep and I feel honored <laughs> that um you guys enjoy that one so much it's it's one of my favorites too I was gonna run post-production on that too and I was gonna add like I think at least half a dozen more uh songs that I wanted to add because every time I, I I was like yeah it's done then I'm like oh shit I should do <laughs> how did I not do that one so, since Love Song was so popular, I might shoot for... When the fuck is Valentine's Day? Oh, we oh we just breezed past it in February. So, not Valentine's, not Easter. When would I do... When would I do the, the Love Song coming back? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> but that made me very happy to see... And people were enjoying that so much and listening again and again and again and again and again. So whoever you are, if you're one of those people that was doing that, please let me know. I'd love to know who you are. And um, big shout out to India. The show has gotten super popular in India for some reason. Uh, as has Interstellar Frequency is now very popular in India, which was a, I was like, that's a very cool thing. Uh, so to my friends in India, uh, namaste. <laughs> Thank you for being here on Mindwave and Interstellar Frequency. But I was going to end uh, end this off with one of my favorite all time things to do uh which is the whole where in the world thing where in the world are you mind wave listener since i don't hear from nearly as many of you as i should um i would at the very least like to use the <laughs> geography statistics <laughs> Yeah, I've been drinking. What do you want? You want to fight? You want to fight, bro? <laughs> uh, I would at the very least like to acknowledge the place in the world where I am uh, seeing plays come from. And this is for the past uh, two years on Mindwave. Let's do Where in the World. In the beginning, the United States. Everywhere except Montana for some reason. What the fuck, Montana? Do they have podcasts there yet? India. United Kingdom Canada Australia Germany Japan Thailand Russia France New Zealand Sweden Brazil, 
South Africa, Hungary, Mexico, Netherlands, Romania, Nepal, Austria. I can do this. I can do it better. So, so get to get you out as the shit. Austria? No. Oh, God, too many accents. You try it, bitch. How many can you do? Austria. Close enough. Ireland. Jeez. Fuck yeah. Love me, Irish boys. Play your tennis. And gals, don't get it twisted. I love the birds, too. Ukraine. Nigeria. Vietnam. Saudi Arabia. Poland. Malaysia. Spain. España. United Arab Emirates. Switzerland. Italy. Norway. Venezuela, Serbia, Puerto Rico, Philippines, Iran, Macedonia, Denmark, Israel, Czech Republic, Iceland, Algeria, Virgin Islands, Costa Rica, China, Bulgaria, Bangladesh, Luxembourg, Uganda, Taiwan, Turkey, Seychelles. Qatar, Portugal, Pakistan, New Caledonia, Morocco, Finland, Lithuania, Kenya, Jamaica. Indonesia, Guam, Colombia, Chile, Bahrain, Bahrain, help me, Belgium, Argentina, Uruguay. I love taking a little bit to remind myself and to remind you, frankly. That's... That's here. That's home. That's us. I hope to keep filling the map very soon. And I hope 
how to eventually Get learn close. how to pronoun pronounce <laughs> all those places. Terrible. Teach me. Help. The way that the people who live there pronounce them. I want to learn. Help. I love language. I love voices. I love accents. That should be fairly fucking obvious at this point. But one of the criticisms that I've received and full-heartedly reject is that I shouldn't try to say that. I shouldn't say Portugal instead of Portugal because I'm a white American. White Americans say Portugal. Well, guess what? You are Espanol. Okay. Pues. Portugal. That's how it should work everywhere. I want to be able to say the names of the places the way or at least try that the people who call those places home say them which is why in some of the previous where in the world pieces I've totally switched it up I said Deutschland instead of Germany uh, I said España instead of Spain couple examples but I do reject that pushback because I think we should all try a little better to get to know our neighbors and there's nothing wrong with that okay and it certainly isn't fucking racist you cisgender white male piece of shit don't play that card at my table anyway Oh, I only speak two languages, English and bad English. I think this is a door. There's no name and no number. Let's see it. Sir, are you classified as human? Uh, Negative. Negative. I am a meat popsicle. Silema, Hemen. Oitnis poteste chairete. Irenikos prosphilos elelithamen philoi. Paz e felicidade a todos. Ya laita yajma'una zaman. Saluter la tuata lume. Bonjour tout le monde. Maye lagnia. Shalom. Hola y saludos a todos. Selamat malam hadirin sekalian. Selamat berpisah dan sampai bertemu lagi di lain waktu. Kaipa cematna, pitapas, maitapas, lima payas, urunasimib. Audidiyan. Ashuli, Namaskar, Vishe Shantino, Salvete qui cumque estis, Bonam erga vos voluntatim abemus, et pacem per astra ferimus. Shalam.
Hartelijke groeten aan iedereen. Hartelijke groeten aan alle. Assalamu alaikum. Ham zameen ke rehne walo ki taraf se aapko khush aamdeed kehte hain. Chân thành gửi tới các bạn lời chào thân hữu. Sayın Türkçe bilen arkadaşlarımız sabah şeriflerinize hayırlı olsun. Konnichiwa. O genki desu ka? Dharti ke baasiyon ki or se namaskar. Hello. <laughs> Vitajte v Toti za Šviatu. Pritvi Basi Hruvata, Santimane Pavise Kosovaka. Kovoj tu hoba, momentu hensang nejenimen, ju kunčin to zrlaj van. Ponegavo tu noce. Kalsnega komentata programirao i Danila Universitet Stodem Eta Kako Planeta Newton. Ljubanjim van tu on svaku mamba. Ljubi uprvasnav ek manov tarapti. Ramana and the Aukashma was not our Hardik Abinanda Asandesho Moe, Vortos and the Shomo Klaus. There is a lime of previous national sweetu, Bajaimo Stasia, Zoroya, Uloyanita. The root bars of Kenina Movaro's Monho, Bani Yodamas, Oyek Pekaran, Kedaro Parinesh, the Yekuharan, chose the Bedardo Varatu, called the Garu or Namon. Želimo vam sve najlepše sa našoj planeti. Surtio Tarokara, Surtio Groha, Surtio Bisso Bramhannara, Odivasi Maranku, Avinanda. Muslaju Mucjavantu Bensijena, Mukama Vavoj Mirembe Vrindjo. Namaskar, ja prosvjeti lov tumara tenče čubovičar pahotar. Ani tenči iča ahe, ki tumi ja želmi. Hanja. Hai kong benju, nin ho. Vinja babe. Üdvözletet küldünk magyar nyelven, minden békét szerető lénynek a világegyetemen. Namaszté! Teligumatele gyanomolókimat bakancsa. Nelikszátele, szeme vám, se nejlepcsi. Namaszté! Kannadigara paravági szobásaiban. Szablókan emáró rám-rám pontja, amá otherázi kusíha, tomá otherázi kusírezó. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, Voyager. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Fifth Element. Shit. If you love me, let me hear you say my name. My name. If you love me, let me hear you, babe. Cause I wonder if you feel the same. Same. Or just tell me if you feel the same. Hello from the children of
popsicles of the pale blue dot. Interstellar Frequency Jesse Rogers Rio Faradineer Christy Patterson Lena Miller Jereen Elkins and Scott Santa You guys are amazing. Thank you for continuing to support my work. Not mine. Let's start to go communist. These are these are our tools. Uh, as you can tell, Mindwave has never run ads and never will. It's only possible because of you. 
and I need to take more opportunities to say thank you. It means more than you might think. It's a shorter list than it used to be, and that's okay. Past couple years have been hard on everybody. To all the legacies who supported the show for so long and stopped for whatever reason, don't feel bad. Feel glad. You made this. You made this possible. And I will never forget you. Mindwave and Studio Stargazer are proudly powered by Epidemic Sound. If you enjoy the music that comes from Epidemic Sound, unless it's mine, I'm not telling you that as a plug, I'm telling you that to remind yourself when you want to start your podcast and you want access to some of this stuff, epidemicsound.com. That's also where we pull huge amounts of the sound effects that go into the sound design to create some of the theater pieces. So if you want to take this model and use it, uh, please do, okay? It's not ours. Can't steal it. Um, Use this model. I want to hear your show. I want to hear what you can do at the captain's chair of a starship putting together music and sound and words into something beautiful. It's one of my favorite practices, one of my favorite things to do, and it does take practice um but you'll get pretty good really quick it's not as hard as you think time consuming yes (laughs) so if you're short on time maybe don't start your show today maybe wait a little while but start your show Whatever you want it to be. We're here to share our stories and show you the tools that um, we're using to tell them. To help, anyway. Not all of the music that goes into these shows comes from Epidemic. A lot of it comes from me. This is Interstellar Bounty. Mandalorian nod. Ba 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 ba. You're goddamn right. I do make 
quite a bit of music myself, which I also want to make available to you um, to license for use in your own work. And I don't have a price list. If you're interested, let's talk. Tell me what you're making. Tell me what you're building. Chances are I'll probably let you use it for free. But I'd love to make a couple bucks off of my own music. I'd love for you to be able to include that in your work. All I would ask most of the time is a tip of the hat, if you will. Studiosstargazer.org Click on music. You can hear all of my original albums there for free. Uh, Some of them, it will only let you hear samples. But there is a lot. And you can also hear the texture library. The textures are the theme songs that I've composed for various shows. Mindwave theme, interstellar frequency theme, hard truth theme, lion's den theme. Lion's Den might be getting a new one. I don't know, I feel that creatively. When Daniel gets here, and by here I mean in the same room, he's probably getting a new theme song. You can hear all the theme songs I've made over the years. Some of them are in use, some of them are not. Some of those are available for license. And again, by license, I don't mean here sign a contract. I mean, hey, let me know you want to use it. Tell me why. I'll probably let you just have it, because I'm that kind of guy. But I would like to make money someday. And that is a great way to support Studio Stargazer. By just buying some of the music. Um, and Rebound, the 22 uh, Rebound collection, is specifically made with that in mind. Um, gaming channels, YouTube channels, content creators, podcasters. It's specifically made for that. So, if you like that album and you go out of your way to buy it, Um, That gives you a lifetime guaranteed license to use it in your own work. Isn't that cool? Aren't I cool? Kick me a couple bucks at patreon.com slash mindwave. For one-time donations, go to studiostargazer.org and click on support. We got... PayPal. We got Cash App. I'm not really doing the crypto thing, but the best way to support the show is on Patreon. 
especially if you enjoy the content here, there is a gigantic bucket of shit on Patreon for you to listen to now. Uh, and most of it is just at the uh, $5 tier or higher. There's a lot of free stuff on there. There's a lot of dollar tier stuff on there as well. But that really is the best way to support the show, other than buying some music or heading to the shop. The shop is growing. I did a... Did that even go out? I don't even know. The shop is growing. Uh, Studio Stargazer is partnering or absorbing some other brands. Um, most notably, Hot and Spicy. <laughs> because... Um, I poppy <laughs> caliente. Yeah, uh, we literally have salsas and hot sauces and condiments and spices and, and things for you to get uh, to help support us directly. That's one of our businesses. Okay, not we're not promoting anybody. Nobody else is paying us to do that. But if you do shop hot and spicy, uh, that goes directly to us. So I think I got it all in there. How's that for an episode of Mindwave? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I'd love to hear from you. If you live in the U.S., give us a call at 602-456-2253. If you live outside the U.S. and you want to send in an audio clip, send that to info at studiostargazer.org. Join the site today, if you haven't already. It's finally set up and built and starting to come together and things are starting to make sense. Become a member of the site. Download our mobile app for your telephone. Uh, I think that's it. God, every time I do this, I'm reminded of... Um, I almost want to go back and find a clip of Josh calling it Portuguese goodbyes. <laughs> He's like, bet you always take like 15 times to say goodbye. And I'm like, I know, but it's because I love you so much. Like, go, get out. Go, get out. Why are you still here? Have a great night. <laughs> Bye. You're like a circle that floats around me, keeping me safe and sound. And when I fall, you've tied a rope to me. You're blessing me every day. I was down with an illusion, like a sparrow with broken wings. But now I shine with your reflection on me. I'm getting back up on my feet. That you showed up was written in my palm. You are a statement, explode like a
was Brokeback Mountain in Wyoming or Montana? I think it was Wyoming. If you have friends in Montana, tell them about Mindwave. <laughs>